0: Discussed. David Bazaar, Brent Elim, and Karen Bazaar of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management are licensed to offer investment advisory services through Thrive Capital Management LLC, a Pennsylvania state registered investment advisor. Office headquarters located in Fort Washington and offices of
1: convenience used exclusively for client meetings at Exton, Yardley, and Cherry Hill. Now, on Talk Radio 1210, WPHD, WPHD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. as one of the area's top wealth management firms They've been featured in numerous publications Such as the Wall Street Journal CBS News Fox NBC And ABC as well But their greatest accomplishment yet Is their ability to talk to people just like you About living out their dreams in retirement Their phone is always open at 800-516-5861 Or visit thrivefinancialservices.com now, here's David, Karen, and Brett, along with Joe Krause.
2: And we say hello, we say good morning to the Delaware Valley, and we welcome everyone in on this, the final Saturday of the month of July. Good morning, everyone, and welcome in to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, along with Brett Elam. I'm Joe Krause, and a shout out to David, Karen, uh, and their entire family, Brett, as they uh, are on vacation uh, this week into next week, into the following week. And uh, it's just you and I, you and the big chair uh, for this Saturday morning. We've got a great show outlined for uh, all members of the Thrive Army who tune in with us so religiously every Saturday morning.
0: Yeah, so we. We always have been a mantra in here is we, we work hard and we play hard at the end of the day. So, yeah, the, my partners in crime, they're they're across the pond uh, enjoying um, Europe a little bit here for the next couple of weeks. And uh, actually, my wife and I are getting the opportunity to, to leave here this evening as well, and we're going to join up with them for a couple of days in between. And uh, you'll hear from me Justin a little bit as well.
2: So, yeah, no, absolutely. And you know what? I love to be able to say that because I think over the course of... Or over the history of this show on 1210, you have talked about it, David has talked about it, Karen has talked about it. A plan, a roadmap, whatever scenario or whatever situation uh, is at your doorstep is the most important element. Your clients are never concerned at tax time. Uh, your clients never miss a vacation, uh, and those things I don't say with arrogance. I say those just to be able to reinforce the reality of what it means uh, to work with Thrive Financial Services. And I know that kind of sounds commercially, Brett. Sure, we're not really—that's not really who you are. But I do want to let the audience know that that's what you're about for the audience
0: that's it Krause you know again we get the opportunity to put together a couple thousand plans a year and it's it's all about the plan the plan the plan the plan again no one ever has in their mind that we just simply need to plan to fail never reaches anyone's mind but rather everybody just fails to plan and again we're all part of the biggest nation in the world you know what nation that is Krause? It's called procrastination mm-hmm. um, so it's always about just being proactive and, and starting to put those pieces together and it's a breath of fresh air again while there are people are coming to the workshop or they're coming in for that complimentary thrive retirement roadmap review we hear about it so many times and again the second opinion it's always about the second opinion and and uh, we had the opportunity over this past week to just hear that many more impactful conversations with people saying I've never had this dialogue before. Again, whether people are self-managed, and a lot of times people are self-managed, meaning they're 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 controlling their own money. They're not necessarily working with an advisor because they have found that they didn't see value in working with an advisor because all they were ever talking about were the investments. Again, investments, investments, investments. Again, it's not they weren't necessarily having the conversations to me of all the other important puzzle pieces of income, taxes. Legacy, where again it just gives us a breath, breath of fresh air when people are coming through these complimentary sessions that they're allowing for us to give us that that roadmap that plan to give them that peace of mind so that they can go on vacation with certainty, they can retire with certainty, etc etc
2: Before we get you into your opening thoughts here in the opening segment on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show as we broadcast on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, I do want to let our listening audience know you can go to thrivefinancialservices.com and you will see the next schedule of upcoming workshops in August, August 12th, August 13th, and August 4th. Uh, there are three workshops scheduled on the 12th. It's at the Central Bucks Senior Center on the 13th. A very popular destination for those residing across the bridge in South Jersey, the Cherry Hill Library on the 13th, and then at the Southampton Free Library on the 14th. So things will pick back up uh, in August. Uh, those are your first three. You can go to Thrive Financial thrivefinancialservices.com. .com if you scroll down to the middle of the opening page you can easily get registered again everything complimentary nothing for sale when you come to the workshop and my unconditional guarantee Brett that when you leave the workshop you will leave more educated than before you came in
0: yeah we always talk about people have have more questions leaving than what they came with and you know a lot of people in our our industry they take the summer off. And, you know, sometimes we talk about that during the summer. But, Krause, it's, it's crazy to see how much this Thrive Army has grown over the past, really the past couple of years. And since we've been on the radio now for a little over, I guess we're coming up on two years now, Krause, where we just had here in July five of Five of the ten largest workshops we ever had people attended. It's amazing. Um, Whether it be over, and it was amazing, down in the Monroe Township in Williamstown, we had two workshops over the past couple weeks. And then out here in Haverford and out in Chester Springs-Exton area, is that we had five incredibly attended workshops where, do we take off during the summer? Nope. Because guess what? You got to pay taxes during the summer. You got to pay bills during the summer. You got to have income distribution during the summer where, again, we're just seeing it um, of just the attendance of people showing up at these workshops and coming up with great questions. We drive people nuts sometimes because they ask us questions and we don't say, we say, I don't know. Again, that's the importance of having all those different puzzle pieces. But we see the impact and the satisfaction that people are, are leaving the workshop of saying, Brett. I've been to so many of these over the past couple years and some people, months, They call some people call it the circuit. They go in the financial advisor workshop circuit and they say it's a breath of fresh air where, yeah, you didn't give us a steak dinner and you didn't give us a glass of wine, but yet the cookies were good and the Wawa coffee was good. Um, It was cold in the room, so people were still drinking the coffee, where we actually cover some content. And I don't care whether you have a hundred thousand dollars, ten million dollars, or recently we had someone with uh, almost thirty million dollars in the room. They're we like, I've never seen a lot of these different strategies before. And it doesn't matter who you are or how much you have. Is it's our job, and that's what the sessions are all about: is taking the content from the workshop, and again, a lot of our different ways of communication out there. And it's why we hold these complimentary sessions. Is is to. Put into layman's terms all the different concepts we talk about and how do they apply to them?
2: I sent someone last week following the show, on the Monday after the show, I sent someone to ThriveFinancialServices.com to listen to the podcast of the show from the previous Saturday sure. because of the two areas on the tax form that David had identified in our conversation. So uh, as we get ready to go to the break, it really is, Brett, meaningful, meaningful information.
0: And that's it. We see all the texts that come in. So again, whether you meet us through one of our workshops, whether you come to um, our website, great website, meetthrivefinancial.com, or Thrive, T H R I V E, Thrive Financial com. You can always reach us here at the office, 1 eight hundred five one six five eight six one. 516 5861. And again, we're always around the area from
2: these workshops that are out there as well. This is Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show proudly on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT as the weekend gets underway. This is the final weekend during the month of July, and we start to look ahead uh, to the month of August. We certainly thank you very much for tuning in on a Saturday morning. Back in a moment. And welcome back everyone on a beautiful Saturday morning. Thanks so much for tuning in here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show with Brett Elam in the big chair. Uh, today, I'm Joe Kraus. Joining you, Karen and David, are off this weekend. We hope they're enjoying uh, their time away, and we're glad to be with uh, all of our listeners here on a Saturday morning.
0: So, Kraus, you know it was a nice relief this week? It wasn't 100 degrees out. It didn't feel like 100 degrees I was tell know. you what. Right, it was. It is July. It is July. They call it summer. And I always, I try not to look at the forecast of what's coming up, but always talk about what just happened. And, you know, it was a nice little relief from the weather that we had here. Maybe still a little bit humid, but I'll take 70s and 80s versus 90 and 100 in any day of the week. Um, God bless y'all for all the people listening that are looking to move south. I don't know how you leave the house because I don't even leave the house this time. Like. My kids, they're like, "Dad, you're getting too old." The the pool water's got to be like 85 degrees before you get in, and they're like, "Well, it's finally 85 degrees; you can go in." I was like, "But now it's too hot to go outside." Um, so it was a nice little relief of getting back in there. And all
2: Brett, that. I have to make an admission. To Uh-oh, you, here I'd, we go. I, I do not want to get too distracted or too or too wordy it's or okay. too deep. The stone house in Jenkintown, where mm-hmm. I reside, Sir. and I've been there for now 25 years, does not. Have air conditioning, God bless you. Does not. Does not. So when the temperature, when their units, uh, don't like them. All right. Forced to use them every so often. Every once in a while. Uh, but just incredible last week, the staggering and oppressive heat. Um, and just to this point, have never ventured into a conversation about trying to put central air into the house. Yeah. But we got certainly close, at least. Well, it becomes to our favorite time of <laughs> year, too, because, you know, what
0: naturally I remember growing up and, and even and even it's that time again. But when I start thinking of the heat, you know, what time that reminds me of. It's a. E A G L E S Eagles. It's eagle season underway. That's it. Absolutely. It's eagle season. My kids are all fired up, starting to look at the schedule. And I think it's it's. I think training camp just started. And training uh, it's camp April, opened up this week. Yeah. Or it's August eighth, Thursday, August eighth is Eagles Titans. It's nuts. We're right around the corner. We're we're literally. 10 days away
2: from Yeah, that, absolutely. The the day, and so. the other home game during preseason, and then I'll let you get started. The other home game in August during preseason, the Ravens come in for that week three, I think it That's is. It. But anyway, season is here. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Eagle season. So, again, we can get all hyped up related to that again. But, you know, the last couple of weeks I was talking about, I had my, my father listening to the show, and he was laughing because I was talking about my wife. My wife thought I was kidding her. While she was down in Houston, I told her I didn't like being at home alone. It was a crazy transition. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> and my father was listening to the show too. He's like, "You're right." He goes, "I really didn't think." Um, he goes, "I didn't think it was a big deal." But the longer that I'm sitting here by myself, I really don't like being um, alone um, as well. So it was. It was. Having that conversation last week, and, and again, I'm going to continue at least with this segment, just continue to talk about the investor psychology and how it relates to that, the concept of behavioral economics. So, I just want to talk about some stats here. And a great report was sent out. And I may uh, spill over into the next segment as well. This is the quantitative analysis of investor behavior. Nice third party company called Dalbar, D-A-L-B-A-R, does a study on an annual basis and they go through different segments of time. And they just talk about interesting uh, findings that are out there. Uh, Again, we're all human beings, um, which means sometimes we're not always rational or sometimes too much emotional. So it's just interesting to just see um, how different uh, people's Uh, emotions and how they kind of play into finances overall so I'm just going to read a couple stats um, to us here and talking about some S&P we're gonna be talking about S&P returns and some of the Barclay returns which is our bond um, our basic index again we're going to use the S&P 500 as our benchmark on the equity markets. And then we're gonna talk about the uh, Bloomberg Barclays Aggregate Bond Index. So talking about in 2018, so a year ago, the average equity investor, this is is gonna be interesting. So that means equity, we're talking about stocks, underperformed the S&P 500. So the S&P 500, 500 largest stocks in the United States. It's a broad-based index. Index is around 3,000 points right now. Ready for this? The average equity, means stock fund investor, underperformed the S&P 500 in calendar year 2018 by almost a little more than 5%. I mean, if I put my money in an S&P fund versus some other blah, blah, blah fund, 5% on average is how much I lacked behind. The average equity fund investor withdrew funds every month in which the S&P 500 had a material gain. The only month in which the, and I'm going to read some stats and we're going to talk a little bit further. The only month that the average stock, uh, the average equity fund investor made a significant contribution was a month where the S&P lost approximately 2.5%. The two worst months for the average investor versus the S&P were August and October. August was a great month for the S&P, went up 3.25%, but the average uh, fund investor only gained 1.8%. In October, the average fund investor would uh, again trail the SP by over 1%. Okay, here's some stats for us. Over the, I said 2018. Ready now? We're going to now look at the SP 500 from 1989 to 2018. That's 30 years, Krause. Are you ready mm-hmm. for this one? Just mm-hmm. talking about, you get people, we call it timing the market or time in the market. Sounds like two different things, timing the market versus time in the market. The average equity index fund investor underperformed the S&P 500 by 2.84%, okay? In 2018. That was two again, that was uh Yep, that was 2018 again. 2018, the average fixed fund investor on bonds. Ready for this? They underperform bond funds versus the the index by 2.85% on bonds, the conservative side of the portfolio, the conservative side of the portfolio. What I'm getting at here, gang, is some people try to outsmart the market, Mm -hmm. where they try to buy and sell, buy and sell, buy and sell, buy and sell, sell, where they're trying to be more active, where they believe what they know is a little bit more than just the broad indexes. Or what I just shared with you are certain periods of time where it may be smarter to just take a more passive approach. And I was just having this dialogue last weekend as well of, of, uh, sometimes we call peanut gallery or water cooler talk, where some people are like, Oh, what should I do with my 401k? And people ask me that all the time. I was like, well, and then I ask them 50 more questions. Like, why do you need to know all that? I'm like, you asked me a question, and again, being a professional, I can't help myself, but I want to know answers to a lot of other questions before we make any
2: kind of determination of what to do. But it's not start, that easy, is it's it? It's not. Hey, what do I do with my 401k? Boom, let me give you an answer. It doesn't work that That's way.
0: That's it. And then we get the peanut gallery and people challenging us. Well, my neighbor said this and my colleague said that. And it's like, oh, I'm sure you told them A, B, and C, all the other 20 things that would be important to know. And people are like, oh, I wouldn't do that. I'll we go, well, how would you expect that answer? It applies to you, them, and the other 10 people they said that to at the water cooler talk. again. That's why we host the workshops. It's why we have this radio program to talk about these different kinds of conversations about how we all different think and then it's why inevitably we conduct those complimentary sessions to allow people saying, Hey, this is interesting. I've never hearing this necessarily this kind of content before, but how do I figure out of how it applies to me? And gang, that's what it's talking about is life is gonna happen. I talked about so many clients that we've had pass away over the past couple months that no matter what things are being thrown our way, is that we always need to make a rational decision to go adjust for them. I had a great conversation with a gentleman this past week whose father, he called it, my father's controlling the money from the grave. And I said, what do you mean? He goes in the will, it specifies that all the money that I just had has to go into a trust, that I'm only allowed to get the income out of the trust each and every year, and when I pass away, it goes to a charity. I go, well, what happens to your wife if you pass away? He goes, exactly. That's how my father wanted to control it. So, again, it was having those different types of questions. And when you boil it down to the level of ridiculous that we get into it, we start talking about ways of how to take back over that trust. And we're talking about a couple million dollars here. And he's turning over and he goes yeah dad might be turning over in his grave but it's understanding there's so many different ways of what you are looking to accomplish is that we just need to figure out what our inventory is of the ways of of us being of of what we have at our disposal and then putting those puzzle pieces together and he's like brett he goes i don't even live in this state he goes i'm not even sure how i get to a workshop of yours because i asked him i go how did you even make it over to us he goes he goes i have these professionals accountants attorneys and advisors he goes, none of them are working in my corner. They all leave me on a sideline, not necessarily trying to figure it all out on my own. And I'm like, You do not do this for a living. And I can tell with what you know and what you may know is you're never going to ask the questions that you need to have answered when you're in front of those professionals because you don't have anyone in your corner. And then you just have someone telling you what to say, but you have no idea the interaction that's going to be that's going to happen. What did I do with him? We set up a follow-up appointment where people, people that we work with, and I said, are you interested in the team? And I go, only if you're interested. Where I have an accountant and an attorney and myself, we're all now going to go collaborate with himself and his spouse to put those pieces together to now go build an ironclad plan. Because I shared with him, what happens if you pass away tomorrow? That income stops. Those millions of dollars now goes to those charities. And your wife has nothing. Same situation it was before dad died. But it's having that conversation of saying what if, what if, what if. We love the what if because what if is real. They call it life. You know how many people we've been working with putting these ironclad plans together, and then life changes. You're two, you're seven, you're 13. And you need to be able to be adaptable, but you need to be flexible, and we need to have a plan that is flexible enough that when life does come is that we can make those adjustments on the fly so that the quality of life is never
2: changing. Yeah, there's another two words. There's another phrase you've heard this it's completely different from what if we'll see it are the two words. You know what that means? We'll see. It's a statement of doubt. We'll see what will happen when we get to 65. We'll see what will happen later on or tomorrow. And that statement of doubt is very different from what if, because at least a, under the what if scenario, you can be proactive. Very quickly, we're up against the Yeah, okay, three though. more
0: words that go right in line with that. Should, would, and could. When mm-hmm. I hear people coming in here saying should, would, and could, along with will be, or should be. It scares me. And and again, that's it. And it's the importance of having that complimentary session. Again, whether pressure your current advisor, you want to pressure yourselves, or just getting a second opinion to come in. And again, these are all the things that we talk about, Thorne, the Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review. And we come out of the break, I'm going to talk about some of the 2019 investor behavior that's becoming very
2: uh, prevalent. A roadmap to Retirement, the radio show with Brett Elam. I'm Joe Kraus on a Saturday morning here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, back in a moment. And welcome back, everyone, to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Hey, if you're planning on moving to Florida, or if you're thinking about moving to Florida, if you've read a story or two about uh, people from New York and New Jersey flooding down to Uh, the state of Florida uh, for tax reasons, and you have questions about it, if you're thinking about it, uh, call Thrive Financial Services. Give David a call. You won't get him uh, on Monday or you won't get him next week because he's on vacation, Uh, but call him. Call Thrive Financial Services and ask the question, even if it's even if you're just thinking about selling your home and relocating down to Florida because that's where you want to retire, and the articles, Brett, are telling you they're telling us that the state of Florida is so tax friendly to those in retirement.
0: That's a and again, my partner getting ready to relocate down there um, himself can tell us a lot about that. But I know one thing: we're not going to rely on you, on Krause, with right? that recommendation
2: in Florida is which air conditioner and service to have in there. What unit? All units in Florida have air. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, that. and I am embarrassed <laughs> to say... That 25 years later. That's all good, man. I do not have air in the house.
0: That's it. Again, we're creatures of habit. Yes, sir. We're not used to change. So you've gotten used to that at the end of the day, which is what's going to lead me to uh, <laughs> part of this segue and coming and coming here as well. Going to have some some additional important announcements as well. We've been talking about during last week's show about our uh, tax summit that we're going to be hosting here on September 25th. So I have some uh, venue location that I'm going to share with you. Um, of where that's going to be, and we're going to have the special guest that's going to actually going to be in attendance, going to be coming on the radio show here in the coming weeks as well. We're going to, we're going to hear from him. And Brett,
2: that is not a workshop. That's not a workshop. That is a big deal. So if you're listening this morning um, and over the next, uh, the next few or upcoming weeks leading into this September date, get registered for this event it is going to be spectacular yeah we
0: cross we actually even had people already calling in um the office here because now they heard the date it's going to be wednesday let's chat about it right now okay. wednesday september 25th okay again thrives hosts an attacks workshop it's gonna be 7 p.m it's going to be at the double tree suites um in plymouth meeting so right off the plymouth meeting uh Exit. It's exit 333 off the turnpike, right where the the Blue Route and the uh, Pennsylvania Turnpike meet. So it's going to be the Double Tree Suites. It's 640 Fountain Road, and that's Plymouth Meeting, Pennsylvania. It's right across, it's real close to the Plymouth Meeting Mall. We only are going to have seats it looks like for 300 people. Mm-hmm. So this this event's actually going to necessitate some RSVP. So if you want to keep your ears open, you want to come out to the you want to reach out to the office if you want to get your name on the list to reserve one of those spots. We can do that. But as can we get closer to the can date people
2: do that right now? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You can re-
0: come out to the you can reach out to the office. Again, our telephone number is 1-800-516-5861. Again, you can text us. Again, Krause always talks about our text number. Um, you can email at info at thrivefinancialservices.com if you want to get on that list. We, it's not going to be a walk-in event, Krause. We, we've already starting to get a cr- crazy number of phone calls just since we announced it last week. And again, as we get closer, um, we'll be given some uh, more information on what to expect, the timeliness of it, et cetera. But again, it's going to be Wednesday. Um, we almost had a heart attack because the 26th, the Eagles are at the Packers. We thought we chose that night. That's Thursday night, okay. but it's Wednesday night, September 25th. we got a special guest coming in the, in the town from Kentucky who's going to be speaking um, as well. So more information to follow. It's something that we're excited about. It's going to be our first ever tax summit here in the greater Delaware Valley. And, again, year one, we're going to be hosting it here at the Doubletree Suites here
2: in uh, Plymouth. Maine. And seats for 300, all 300 seats will be. Be filled. Oh, they yeah. will. Uh, the The event will be packed, uh, and the, it will sell out. Meaning, uh, you can if you do, you've got to reserve a spot. Yeah, it's going
0: it's to be complimentary. And again, well, yeah, have, there's no charge. I don't yeah. mean sell out meaning yeah. a
2: charge, but I just mean the event's going to be. Full. Yeah, that's
0: it. We just need to get an RSVP so we can get your names. Just because, again, most of our events are open to the public. Just be, but because. Um, it's going to be a gigantic one, and again, we have lots of different means that people are going to be coming. So, again, which from a courtesy standpoint, we're going to ask for people to reserve those spots. So, yeah, so something we're excited on on that event. Again, um, we're I guess T minus about. Um, seven weeks out. So again, um, we'll be talking about that again in the weeks to come
2: as well. Yeah, so, really good stuff, man. Really good stuff.
0: Yeah. So want to get back to that whole emotional rational. Been going on this on this uh, route, and again, so many people. I'm the numbers guy, so definitely want to spend time on the psychological side of things. Again, my mind. Um, my degree is in mathematical economics. And when we get an an opportunity to go a little bit deeper and talking about behind the numbers is something that we call talk about investor psychology or behavioral economics. Let's talk about it a little bit um, as well. So I talked about some of those facts about how people's performances in the markets are lagging. um, A lot of these indexes that are out there. And again, uh, flows going in and out of the markets as well. But here we go. When discussing investor behavior, It is helpful to first understand the specific thoughts and actions that lead to poor decision making. Investor behavior is not simply buying and selling at the wrong time. Here we go, gang. It is the psychological traps, triggers, and misconceptions that cause investors to act, here's the word, irrationally. That irrationality, I don't even know that word existed, but it sounded good. That irrationality leads to buying and selling at the wrong time, which leads to underperformance. And there are nine distinct behaviors that tend to plague investors based on their personal experiences and unique personalities. Let's talk about them. First one here, let's talk about hurting. And we talk about this during our workshop all the time. Copying the behavior of others, even in the face of unfavorable outcomes, hurting. We talk about during the workshop. If you're only if you're interested in coming in for a complimentary session, please schedule. But yet so many people, they see so many other people that are scheduling during our workshop. Is that, oh, I have to go do that too. Not necessarily. Again, only if you're genuinely interested. Again, we asked the question during the workshop, how many people... Believe that we're going to see a correction between now and your lifetime, like and 9. So many people put their hands up. David always asks the question, how many people in the room actually do something about it? Again, we're herders. Go against conventional wisdom. We need to talk about your situation, not everyone's situation, because your situation is always unique to somebody
2: else's. And your situation is your plan.
0: That's it. That's it. And that's why... Everything is personalized in here. Everything is personalized in here. Regret. Here's a big one. I'm not, I'm not going to make a long comment on each one, but I'm <coughs> going to as I'm going to jump in as appropriate. Regret. Treating errors of commission more seriously than errors of omission. So important when people come in that we understand the complete puzzle pieces. We want to know all the puzzle pieces and putting the plans together. So be careful, inevitably, of what you admit. In in taking everything into account, whether you're doing it yourself or not. This is a big one. My family knows this. Media response. Tendency to react to news. Without reasonable examination. Everybody here. Listeners this this morning on the Big Talker, 1210, 6 a.m. Everybody knows that everything you hear on the news and in social media is absolutely true. It's so nice that nothing's fabricated and we get nothing but the facts <laughs> with every bit of news no matter when and where we hear it you're laughing girls, now i get it yeah, yeah now you get it you thought i was being serious on that. that's my terrible sense of humor on that gang please make it through the mess my family knows we can't even watch the news in my house the good thing is they now make the weather channel and every other weather channel in between so i remember growing up for the news i always used to watch it for the news and the sports now they have espn and every other sports channel now they have every other weather channel and them business stuff I can go watch Bloomberg and then everything else I'm not sure I need to know it to be quite honest with you because it didn't happen necessarily I don't need to feel bad on what others are here's nor my-
2: am I getting the complete truth and trying to make a rational decision here's my quick suggestion on that I absorb everything mm-hmm. and then I put a value on it that is relevant to me you mean
0: you rationalize things
2: so if the store whatever the story is yeah I put a value on it on what it means to me.
0: Yeah, should I dig into it a little bit deeper? Exactly. And how does it apply? That's big. That's that's exactly it. So it's be careful over here. I hear about it all the time. People come in. Uh, I get all my stock tips from Jim Cramer on CNBC, and it's like, come on, gang. I hear you. I've watched a show. He doesn't tell you when to buy and sell. He might tell you some things. And remember, it's entertainment at the end of the day. Smart guy, good guy. Um, he probably has done very well for himself. But come on. like, Be careful where we're getting our advice. Optimism. That's the next one here belief that good things happen to me and bad things happen to other people. That's the wrong mindset. I'm not even going to go there. Anchoring. Relating to familiar experiences. This is not good, gang. This is creatures of habit. Anchoring. Relating to familiar experiences even when inappropriate. I i didn't sell anything during 2008. Yeah, because you were working and you were backfilling. You're getting ready to retire this time. Do Do not go with the herd mentality. Do not take an anchoring approach. Understand, look up what sequence of returns means. David talks about that during the the workshop in here. Diversification, seeking to reduce risk, but simply using different sources. Defeats the purpose of it, gang. If I'm in Exxon and I all of a sudden move to BP, yeah, you're diversified, but you got the same risk. Mental accounting. My gosh, they make this thing called a paper and a pen. Forget mental accounting. Please start writing things down. Taking undue risk in one area and avoiding rational risk in another. Doesn't necessarily make sense. Narrow framing. Making decisions without consideration. My gosh, this is the biggest one. Of all implications, cause and effect. That's what we talk about here, gang. That's what we talk about during the workshop, narrow framing. You need to understand if I do something over here, all oh, the, the cause and effect, the domino effect, and that's what happens in retirement. Conventional wisdom goes out the table and loss aversion expecting to find higher returns with low risk. That's what we all face as everyday investors out there, and it's the importance of working with somebody to ensure that we're staying rational, we're not staying emotional. Whether you hear us here on the radio this morning, you have the opportunity to meet us at a workshop, you come to our tax summit, you meet us online. It's why we offer these complimentary Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review sessions to
2: figure out how this all applies to me back here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in a moment. And back here on a Saturday morning with Brett Elam, I'm Joe Kraus. Welcome back to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Thank you to all of our listeners tuning in this morning. Brett, I thought it'd be a little fun if we um, lightened it up a little bit for the last segment uh, of the show. Uh, in the previous segment, you talked about news, and you talked about stories, and you talked about information, and I accumulated a couple of different areas that I thought at least I would throw out there and see which way you go with them. You know me. I'm constantly sending you articles that I see about uh, retirement. I wanted to spend some time on the SECURE Act. I know we're not going to be able to cover all of the details sure. in the SECURE Act, but there was an article that I tagged or flagged uh, to review the SECURE Act and how it affects those that inherit an IRA, and, sure. and what that means. That's just one of the many components. Your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, and we could probably take a show and just completely dedicate it, but I'm going to let you do a little bit of rapid fire here, Krause. Mm-hmm. So, so real quick, just related to the SECURE Act, that's what's being talked about in Congress right now. It's, um, a lot of people on the surface, it sounds like great news. That's the law that's being proposed right now that's going to be able to take required minimum distribution age from out to age 70 and a half to either age 72 or 75. However, what you just said, Krause, is the meat that people need to be aware of it's when you start peeling back the onion. What's also being proposed in that same law and affects so many of our Thrive Army clients and a lot of our listeners here as well is that if you inherit an IRA, again, this is what's being proposed out there, from someone other than your spouse, again, if you ever inherit an IRA from your spouse, it becomes your IRA, just it's treated completely the same, However, if you create or pardon me inherit an IRA from someone other than a spouse, you have to start taking out withdrawals based on your life expectancy, obviously forever until you pass away with the new legislation that they're talking about being passed right now, the one major change is this is one hundred percent of those beneficiary IRAs must be exhausted within ten years and gang whatever or whenever is what's most important is whenever those dollars may be inherited is we need to be thinking about that it's why we talk about being proactive we got a husband and a wife maybe working in their 50s mom or dad died they're making a lot of money now all we'll of a sudden they get another 100 dollars on top of their income they may be getting that inheritance paying 30 40 plus percent and the unknown tax rates that we have going on where you the listener that has the money today, is you can be proactive doing things 10%, 15 20% lower tax rates, getting in control of that asset, setting your legacy up for better situations as well. Again, one of the different conversations that come out of that SECURE Act, Krause. Yeah,
2: and I think it, if we can stay with it for just a minute. Yeah, go ahead. Um, depleting an IRA that now belongs to you. Mm-hmm in a 10-year period tells me that my tax return from that depletion over that 10 years now is going to look very different. And and that's going to create other implications from that.
0: Is that right? Yeah. And it's all about the, the age of the person when they inherit the money. Here's the one thing I promise you, no matter what age you will be, is you will start receiving love letters from the IRS because now you're one of their favorite clients that you're paying a ton of taxes. Gang, realize $22, $23 trillion in debt as a country. They are going to get their money back at some point in time. Year one, 2018, and the new Trump tax law changes. we talked about them during our workshops and here on the radio. You hear it. The deficit is still going in the wrong direction, so they haven't figured it out all the way yet, and I don't know if we ever will, but every tax code changes, things still do not yet necessarily seem improved, knowing that these changes need to happen, and when you have bipartisan agreement on a law like the SECURE Act, their taxes are going to be paid at some point in time, gang. So it's understanding that you, the controller of the asset, with certainty and clarity and flexibility... Of which bucket of money you want to take things from to set not only yourself up, we're always about putting the oxygen mask on you, the owner of the money, to make sure you're taken care of before we start talking about legacy and what's left over for the other children. But sometimes you see, hey, you may be leaving it to the kids and the kids maybe forget it and they would just want to give it to their kids or they're going to give it to some charity or give it to some brother or some sister. It's making sense. It's having complete clarity. It's all going back to the planning Krause of understanding if legacy fits in, let's make a plan for it. If legacy doesn't fit in, let's not plan for it. Again, we get plenty of people that says the last check bounces, that's okay. But there's so many people that legacy is going to become default. Let's just do things that you can be proactive about to set up not only yourself but the, the generations to come in the most tax. Yeah, from
2: I mean, my mother-in-law's vision before she passed was to uh, her legacy was going to be through her children, and then her legacy was going to continue when her children left this world into her grandchildren. That for her was a a top priority in her plan that was what it was all about for her but again to each individual um, I say this because you've said that you've said this David has said that Karen has said that your plan is our plan meaning what we think is going to be totally for us not what others do yeah,
0: the thing with this, Carl, See, you're in your late 40s early 50s your kids are getting ready to go off to school you want to go get college aid right student loans you got to go fill out what FAFSA paperwork, right? What's it? What are FAFSA and loans and grants predicated on? Your income. Mm-hmm. So let's say you and your wife are working. We're middle America. Maybe we're both working, making a hundred and ten thousand dollars a year. We might have a child or two going to college. I'm going to get some help from the government. I'm going to get grants. Mom or dad died. They had a million and a half dollar IRA that I just got. Guess what I have to do for the next ten years? Hundred fifty thousand, hundred fifty thousand, hundred fifty thousand, hundred fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Your kids aren't getting any more student loans. They're not getting those grants. Why? Because you, as the, the person who just inherited all that money, instead of showing 110, 120 on the tax return, and you got multiple kids in school, now all of a sudden on the tax return, you're showing 250 to $280,000 on the tax return. What's the government say? You can now afford to go pay that much more for college. Go pay it. I don't think that's what had mom and dad had intentions of where that money was going to go. If they did, they would have just paid for the darn college or gave the money to the grandkids themselves. Mm -hmm. Defeats the purpose. Our planning needs to change. Krause, let's say you're in your sixties, you and your wife are retired. Mom or dad may be in the eighties or nineties. They die. 10 years of incomes getting ready to come. We talk about this on the show all the time, Medicare surcharges, tax efficiency, screwing up your own retirement. Again, we need to understand that they all sound like great problems. But now, all of a sudden, creates a whole another set of problems for the next generation, who's going to inevitably get to that money. All there are some basic elementary steps, where if we just take the time to learn them, educate ourselves, making sure that you're working with advocates here in the community, whether it be with Thrive Financial or some other group that's out there, is have a plan. It's all about have a plan, have certainty. I sat, there, I sat there at my house, had some people over last weekend, Krause, and they started talking about the whole investments, 401k, this or that. And I watched two guys. They know what I do for a living. And I just be quiet and I just sit in the background and they spoke and they said, oh, I'm going to send my statement to you, my 401k holdings, and yeah, you can help me where I'm going to go reallocate them all. And, 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 and he worked at Vanguard, really good friends of mine. I got a lot of friends that work at Vanguard. And I heard him and I listened to the dialogue and I didn't even interject. And then the one gentleman left later and I started, I go, Mark. I said, you need to understand, buddy. I okay, you just asked him to help you out. I know we've all known each other for a while, and it's cool. I okay, go, if you don't want to bother me, I'm good. I might run out of words by the time Friday night comes. So by Monday, I'm ready to have all my words back again. <laughs> um, so Saturday, sometimes I keep my mouth shut. But when I have good friends there, I'm like, Mark, they're all puzzle pieces. It's all about how they all fit together. Yeah, I need no. to understand what your 401k looks like versus how all your other investments are looking like in your IRA. And do you have the appropriate amount of life insurance? And do you have debt on your vacation home down in North Carolina? Plus you one here. Is your college taken care of? I didn't hear you say one word on that. And I know you've had a conversation with me and you just threw this out of thin air and now you're going to let him go reallocate your money. Why? What? What are you doing? Gang, the water cooler talk has got to stop. Jim Cramer, CNBC Money Magazine, their ratings, their entertainment. Please, please, please work with a fiduciary. Take it upon yourself. Get a second opinion, even if you believe you have everything under control, is get it with a professional. Again, whether it's Thrive, where we do it on a complimentary basis, or whether it's through some other outfit that's out there. Gang, if you do not do this for a living, work with an empathetic steward
2: that is going to ensure that you are on the right track. As we Get ready to close the show. I'm going to give you an opportunity to talk about September 25th. Again, I will leave our uh, rapid-fire conversation here with something that David has, has said and you guys have professed many, many times. Uh, if we get to a point where we part ways, meaning thrive, and a potential client part ways, uh, that's okay. There is nothing for sale at Thrive Financial Services. That is so incredible, Brett. And that's even on the prospect level, Joe, before yeah, they become I mean. a client that's of what, ours. No, that's what I mean. On the prospect yeah. level, if you decide you don't want to do business, that's okay. You are. You guys a, are so such advocates. But we have encouraged that to the people that are already
0: part of the Thrive Army, that mm-hmm. we believe in just doing a holistic approach each and every step of the way, that if you believe you hear something better, stress us. Everybody should get a second opinion. Mm -hmm. I don't care what the case may be. So I know some of the the Army's going through withdrawal because we haven't had a workshop since uh, mid-July. And, again, our next one coming up here on August 12th and 13th. Mm -hmm. Um, So please be on the lookout to listen to those workshops coming up. And, again, September 25th, the first annual Delaware Valley Tax Summit is going to be at the Doubletree Suites. In Plymouth, meeting again, six forty Fountain Road. And again, if you want to uh, call to, to make a reservation here at the office, it's one 5861 And again, we have a, a couple weeks, almost about six or seven weeks before that event happens. And again, we'll be giving you more information as to as we get closer to the
2: date. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show here on Talk Radio twelve ten WPHT. Thank you so much for tuning into the program on behalf of. Uh, David and Karen and on behalf of Bredy Elam I'm Joe Kraus see you next time everybody this program is a paid commercial announcement and in no way represents the views of WPHT or its management